Constellation. 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 I looked at myself and I thought, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am. Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA. Plus and neurodivergent voices. I'm Mikey Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike, and today we're going to talk about having a spiritual business. Honestly, I was racking my brain about what to talk about um, for this episode. My um, editing that I usually use to edit these podcasts have not been working. That's why on Monday, it was really hard for me to upload because um, my editing software that I use has been kind of messing up. So um, I've just been off my game when it comes to uh, recording and like planning out uh, what I'm going to talk about because for a lot of the episodes I do do some research so I was kind of wrapping my brain racking my brain about what to dive in specifically for today and this came up and it's been coming up with a lot of readings I've been giving lately so I figured I'll give you some insight about having a spiritual biz and things around it things I've learned things I'm continuing to learn and all that jazz. <laughs> Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to mention that the Pretty, pretty Intuitive Patreon is um, up and running and we just had our ancestral circle this past Monday. It was beautiful. It was delightful. Um, but we also do goddess channeling. So if you're interested in connecting with the goddess and getting some intuitive insight at a really accessible and affordable way, monthly check it out it's every last Thursday of the month um I probably have to shift the one for this month um because the last Thursday of the month is on Thanksgiving so I'm going to change it um but regardless of that um yeah I'm sorry, I lost all train of anything just happening. That was, that was something. (laughs) Basically, for this month, it's probably going to shift because I do, um, I'm so tired, y'all. I am so tired. (laughs) I feel like someone can relate. What am I trying to say? Okay. Um, this month, the last Thursday of the month is Thanksgiving. So I'm I'm going to change the date. I'll probably move it up a month or a week. <laughs> I have to just laugh at myself. It's okay. Um, but if you're interested, please check out the Pity, 
pretty intuitive patron. The link is down below. Also, I want to announce my, um, my advent calendar from the jewelry shop. There's only a few left. I believe now there's only four more left. So if you're interested, check it out. You basically get a countdown to your favorite holiday of opening up a gift every single day um, until it's your favorite holiday. And it's a crystal um, jewelry or an intentional tool around crystals. And I'm so excited for the ones this year. I poured so much love and thought and energy into them. The pieces that I've created are very unique and in tune with your energy. If I have to shift a stone or something for a piece, I definitely do it because I really take you and your energy in mind. So if you're interested and you want to do something fun like that for yourself or even do as a gift, I had a lot of people give it as gifts last year as well. Please check it out. Also, the link will be down below. Okay, now the announcements are out of the way. Let's talk about spiritual business. <laughs> so technically, I have a spiritual business. Um, my Nike Aurea, um, Nike Aurea is an LLC, so I'm a CEO. <laughs> um, and with me, it's really interesting. I don't really know anyone else who does this except maybe my friend Natalie, and um. There was someone else, but and now they're completely escaping my mind. But I have a physical shop and then I do um, coaching and services. So I've noticed that most intuitives don't have like a physical shop necessarily where they have like jewelry or crystals or whatnot. Actually, okay, there is a couple. Never mind. I <laughs> It's more rare, but now coming to mind, a lot of people on Clubhouse are like this too. But typically, I find that a lot of intuitive psychics, uh, spiritual coaches, um, focus on just the service base um, work and not really like physical, a uh, product based things. But I really enjoy both, um, and so actually when I was creating my jewelry shop and I was getting more official and I was yielding a lot of abundance from it that made the LLC which then is combined with my spiritual business so actually my crystal jewelry shop fueled my spiritual business I think it really set the foundation for me um so I always I to me they're very much interconnected there's several times where I thought maybe I should separate them and make like a separate website for my shop but even in my one-to-one -one coaching or my um my group coaching I do boxes for them and little bundles depending on which coaching program it is I do little bundles um of crystal tools and jewelry sometimes um as a part of the coaching as well. So I really like that I'm able to offer that. And it's something that really does make me happy to do so as well. Um, so yeah, so basically how I got into my spiritual biz is through the Crystal Jewelry Shop. And then um, I, it was really a good foundation for my services. I'm gonna tap into my services because I feel like I do a lot <laughs> when it comes to services that people don't necessarily know. So I do 
like one session readings where I intuitively tap in and any questions that you have for your guides or your ancestors I'm able to answer so that's like the goddess readings and the ancestor readings and then I do ancestor healing um which is like one-to-one coaching and then I do ancestor connection sessions which is one session that's like a deep dive into your ancestral connection and then I do soul empowerment coaching which kind of combines ancestor healing goddess work working with the warrior archetype and then anything else that's coming up for um that point in time that I'm guided to connect with so I had one program that was just solely focusing on divine feminine energy and cultivating that I had another one that was in combination of connecting with your femme and mask energy and integrating that um I had a love and intention one which is really about um building up the skill of your intuition and then also working with goddesses and then my newest one um has been soul empowerment warrior goddess with that x at the end very inclusive of all gender or gender identities um and focusing on goddess the warrior archetype and Uh, working with our ancestors to transmute any shame or guilt that we have and fears so I do (laughs) I do a various shift happen I think it's all under the umbrella of shadow work and when I say shadow work I don't mean um Carl John shadow work but I mean shadow work that comes from my one of my most prominent tribes in my lineage which is the idea that every human has a shadow part that is very valid Um, I saw someone describe it as like in the movie Us and like the tether part, which is like the shadow part of that and how it's still valid and it still should have a voice. And so when you repress it, it gets angry and it even kind of can overtake your quote unquote light self um, because it's been ignored. It's so interesting when you kind of look in relation to us. Um, But so I mean like the Yoruba shadow, concept of shadow, which is like the shadow is repressed. So whatever is repressed and doesn't feel safe to be seen doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or evil. But I've talked about this in my shadow work um, episode. So um, yeah, so it's under the umbrella of shadow work. and empowerment work. I do a lot of working with your inner critic, your inner child, um, and your ancestry. Um, so my coaching really, really connects to that. Um, so <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've, I've recently realized that I think a lot of people don't necessarily know everything I offer. Um, which is mostly my fault. But my thing about business is that, okay, so I study economics actually as my undergrad. So I have a good idea about, I was about to go to business school. Like I have a good idea about how things work. (laughs) Um, And so when I was studying economics, I saw how so connected our society is to 
this colonized, colonious, um, capitalistic way of being that we just kind of all subscribe to and that many of us don't um, tend to question. And it made me either like, okay, you acknowledge it and you decide to continue on or you shift it and you do whatever feels more aligned with you, right? And so I have been subscribing to it. I have a, um, a muggle job, uh, you could say a mundane job, um, where I'm a special education teacher. And it's actually part of my soul work. I truly believe it's something, it's a job that I do enjoy doing. I did go to school for it and I really enjoyed school and all of that. But it's also something that the, um, there's certain things around it that I don't like that are really attributed to capitalistic um, ideologies. and. So with my spiritual business, I saw it as an opportunity to kind of create my own paradigm of business was when it comes to these capitalistic understandings that we still subscribe to, even in spiritual businesses. So to my dismay, um, a lot of spiritual businesses still operate under very um, repressive and capitalistic um structures and my first business coach really showed me that the way that they wanted me to bring in clients and build my clientele and yield an abundance was very much capitalistic and I never felt comfortable with that and Here's the thing too, my positionality in the world has so much to do with how I show up in my business, right? Because we're in this type of stage right now where many people go to white spiritual people for their coaching, for their readings, for whatever, because we have been told that white is right and white is safe. And even though there's a lot of BIPOC who do the same work, there's only a few who get recognized for it. When you see from like the people who aren't necessarily famous or well-known um, and they're working spiritual practitioners, I definitely notice that a lot of people go to more white people. And I think it's also depending on, well, maybe you feel more comfortable with the right person if you're white or again, this conditioning that maybe that's that's like, also like the saturation of the business and also maybe that's what we're known, right? Like if you've gone to school in the US, most of your teachers were white. Um, most of the people that were authoritative figures have been white. And so that, I saw that translate in the spiritual community and that's something I did not like. And I did not want to fight for my place in that space, if people can truly see my value and they were letting the paradigm that they subscribe to with this colorist, racist, white supremacist ideology that has been embedded in our society, I didn't want to fight for that. And so I butt heads with my business coach, the first one for a really long time. And I I, ever since then, I ha I've had another one since then who's been so much better. But ever since then, I've kind of 
really been intentional about how I am in business. One of my things, okay, so one of the things they tell you about sales is like, talk about their pain point, right? So I offer one-to-one calls before someone wants to do coaching with me, just so they know what the program's about and stuff. And it's, it's free. Um, and because when someone works with me, I want them to be sure that they want to work with me. I want them to want to work with me. I don't want to use reverse psychology or manipulation for someone to work with me because ultimately it's you doing the work. Sure, you may pay me and I may tell you some things, but in this type of work, you have to do the work to reap the benefits. So if you're not ready to do the work, it's just a waste of time and spiritually like in alignment with my ancestors I'm not here to waste anyone's time just for some moolah just for some some dollar bills you know and that's also why I keep my um nine to five teaching job too because I'm I truly do this work because it's another passion of mine and because I really feel directed to do so um eventually sure I would love for it to be my main source of income but right now it's really about building the foundation for me and making sure that's it's solid and concrete and so anyway I offer these um discovery calls and so one thing they'll tell you in marketing and sales within the mainstream business community and a lot of people do in the spiritual business is to talk about people's pain points now as someone who's trauma formed and who has done a lot of trauma work especially when it comes to my nine to five teaching job because I work in special education and with students who have who need have certain needs um and usually social emotional needs something about that just doesn't sit right with me um (laughs) I think to a certain extent it makes sense like touch on why you would be an asset in this person's life like why they should choose to pursue doing coaching with you and I if if we shifted the word instead of like pain points I would understand if it was like um soul points like points where their soul feels like oh this is what I need to do like they get chills uh, around all over their body and they feel like a pang within them like ding 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 you're supposed to pursue this work that would be better but something about pain points and things like that so anyway I was told that a lot of times through my first business coach and like um other marketing stuff that I was looking for and it never 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 felt right to me I would finish these calls and I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't I I wouldn't necessarily get a coaching client I think for every call I probably get like for every four calls maybe I get one coaching client um but for me like the way I lead in these calls is like listening and seeing how I could help like especially if someone came to me and like I couldn't support them I would not pretend I could um so listening and seeing how they're they're in alignment if they want to do the work and stuff too but also really tapping in and seeing if they're ready to do the work and they feel capable enough and they feel just like prepared to dive into this work because it is tough work too it's 
once you get into the work, shifts do happen in your life and you need to be ready and prepared for that um, at some certain like level. Sometimes we're not fully prepared, but there's something within us that has to feel like it could be sustained sustainable to continue to do this work so I'm still kind of figuring this out and I'm actually working with someone who is helping me with this too there's an intention that I've made with my life this year in my personal and business life and it's that I don't want to have to convince anyone to see my worth and honestly was inspired by this podcast and so many people who have reached out to me um who have found me through this podcast or TikTok or um Instagram who see me and I'm like and all the people who have reached out to me and who see me and who have wanted to work with me and just known and like felt the connection have inspired me to recognize that people will see me without me having to talk about their pain points people will work with me without me having to slide into their DMs and say the exact right thing. People will work with me um, regardless of my positionality. And it's going to take me slower, right? Like there are people who have been doing this work less than I have. And not to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And who aren't as in tuned as I am with certain things who have a lot more clients than me and probably make way more money and that's okay that is okay because I'd rather build a really great beautiful connection and community with the people who I really feel so so close and connected to and want to work with than than just working with a lot of people to yield in a lot of money and abundance and to to seem successful and be successful I guess in that sense but yeah that's what I've been really focusing on and I I I just feel like I'm doing it um differently than my peers and sometimes that's really tough when I compare myself and where they are and like them talking about all the things that they're doing, but honestly, feel I feel like I'm 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 doing it. I'm doing the right path. Every single person I've ever had coaching with or work with has been so amazing. Such a beautiful relationship. There's not one person that I've been like, eh, they're okay, or like I did not like them. Like every single person. And I, the thing is, I do get repeated uh, clients. I have people who have done like five of my programs and they come back every single time. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And that's the thing that I really value. And so my spiritual business, I really hope that through my experience and like the things that I want to deconstruct with the capitalistic views and the decolonization that I want to do, hopefully there will be another way to do business in the spiritual community that isn't um, within that paradigm that people are still abiding by and like to a certain level you have to right but I really want to shift that and so yeah I just wanted to give you some insight (laughs) I want to give myself some insight too I guess um 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about this. And so I'm a little scared to put this up actually, but you know, you know. Um, but speaking of building strong community and connections, I wanted to let you guys know about a project that I'm working on and that I really want to bring as a part of this podcast and Nike Aurea Intuitive and everything I'm doing. Um, as you guys know, ancestral healing is really, really important to me. And I've connected with so many people from this podcast um, with ancestral healing and connecting to your ancestors. And I am planning on doing a retreat um, of summer of 2022. And so I'm really looking at a couple places right now. Um, I'm looking in hosting it in California or in Texas. So if you are interested or you feel like you're be interested or you um, are curious about um, getting more information about it, please, please, please go to the link in my show notes um, or I'll also be in my Beacons link and fill out an interest form because I just want to see how many people might be interested and like what area would be best and really just put a lot of energy and intention around it too so I can manifest it. It's going to be my first um, physical retreat. I did a virtual retreat the uh, two summers or a summer ago, but this will be my first virt- uh, physical retreat and it will probably be the most affordable retreat that you probably see right now because it's going to be my first one. And um, when it's your first one, you know, sometimes you just make things a little bit more affordable <laughs> because you don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I'm so excited for it. And it's something that I really have a vision for and I really, really want to pursue. And so with your intentions and with my intentions, I'm just hoping that it starts to form and carry. So if you're interested, if you would be interested, please check out the form down below um, and and fill out the interest form. Doesn't mean that you're signing up for anything or anything like that, but um, it would just give me a good idea about like how to construct it and where to to do it and all that jazz. So ah, it was so nice connecting with you all. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye.